Happy New Year to everyone. Before our little hiatus over Christmas and Zach's trip to Sri Lanka, we visited a beautiful spot in East London for a beer and some lovely, slightly tipsy chat. Beers? Yeah, we can do beers. Yeah, I'll have it. IPAs or? Nah. Lagers? Yeah, I can do lagers. Our first guest of the year is Andy Bainon, the head chef of Behind, a Michelin star restaurant in London Fields. Being a newbie in the hospitality world, I was amazed by the places Andy had worked before. I'm going to say, he's fucking... Yeah. You've got like a CV of... Uh, Superstars. CV of dreams. <laughs> dreams. Well, well like a CV... What if, if I popped my CV into yours, what would you say? <laughs> His restaurant behind opened just at the start of the COVID lockdown in 2020, but achieved incredible accolades from the get-go. I got a mission star after 20 days. How? And we kept it, like, yeah, since... But, but how did you get it? After 20 days. Um, the restaurant functions by bringing the guests into the back of house realm, into the chef's space to actually see the busy and creative genius of a kitchen. But everyone arrives together, we, uh, we serve everyone together, and it's just like a free-flowing of like a tasting menu, essentially. And we're advertised as eight courses, but we normally do about 12, because I like to like get different produce in and like work and adding like different different things to the menu. Despite Andy's guard being down due to going out for a rather boozy lunch beforehand, he barely let anything slip about his menu. My ethos here is like using fish that's underused, or even like British classic like seafood stuff. It is a predominantly fish-focused tasting menu. The chefs bring out the dishes, pour the wines, completely eradicating the disparity between front of house and back of house. I don't know, like I find in restaurants. There's always a back and front of house. And I just feel like behind is always kind of seen as like behind the scenes. So you can kind of see everything and, and nothing's hidden. The menu remains a mystery even beyond this interview, except a couple of things. We do the most amazing um, smoked kipper bourbonk. So it's basically like a reduction of smoked kipper, kipper stock. Butter and row, it's so fucking good. I'm teaming up with Rogues today to give you the scoop on Andy Bainon. Follow us on Instagram to keep up to date. I'm Stella, and I'm going to take you out for dinner. So, Andy, it's lovely to meet you today. It's a beautiful restaurant that we're currently in, and I wanted to ask you about kind of your past, your career, and how you've got here. When was your first ever cooking job? So, first ever cooking job was washing up. And uh, it was just like falling into it. And then from there, it was just like the love of food, seeing, tasting ingredients. I wasn't around when I was like growing up. I think it was more like a passion and like, yeah, just like rolling into, into that side. Did you always, have you always worked in London? Or did it start somewhere else? Yeah, so mainly working in London. It started near where like my mum lives, which is like North London. Um, so yeah, is that where you grew up? I uh, know. So I grew up in Hertfordshire, which is like uh, around like Watford area. Mm. Where Where did you grow up? Pimlico. Yeah, like Victoria. Yeah, I think similar to you. I didn't grow up surrounded by nothing against my mum and dad. Like, <laughs> my mum my mum can't well she's not the best cook but my dad did cook and was not bad 
but in terms of I think what you're sort of saying is in terms of like ingredients yeah I mean the yeah. thing for me is like I don't know like my mum's a great cook she's Italian so she uh, she loved home cooking mm. but we yeah we never went out to eat I mean we went to the harvester a few times we related to the salad bar mm. <laughs> <laughs> but no I think well yeah Italians notoriously don't go out so much but much like cooking at home is such a bigger thing for an Italian than it is for an English person I'd say for sure but I suppose you don't see it as much now. Like, I mean, cooking at home isn't really... I mean, especially in London, like, everyone just goes out. No one's really too no into, No one goes like, out like you, mate. You're fucking out Yeah, I know. Status. <laughs> <laughs> Do you go out a lot? Yeah, a lot. I mean, I, I love eating out. I mean, yeah. Where are some of your favourite places? Uh... Brokes is alright. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. I go to Brokes a lot actually. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I like. I'll, I'll, I'll venture around town. Um, but normally, normally say so like Rogues, Manteca, Cornerstone. Those, those are quite good like stomping grounds. Mm. Yeah, I should. Do, honestly, yeah. No, I should take a leaf out of Andy's book and go out more. What, spend I'm not spending all your money on food. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's that, how much it is cost to go out, but just going out and... It's not like assessing competition, is it? It's just nice to go out and see what other people are doing, no? Yeah. And, and to be honest, sitting in a restaurant, people bringing you food and bringing you drink is... Just quite, pretty nice, it's isn't it? It's quite nice, yeah. Yeah, it's very good. I just good. don't do it enough. I think having a set, uh, having a Sunday, Monday off makes it tricky. Yeah, do you know what, as well, like... Yeah, Sunday, Monday, like yourself, right? Yeah. It's like your days off. And that's why I've not been here. That's just to come. <laughs> but he shuts, the same day, he shuts the same days as us. And it's yeah, very hard for me to get a night off when we're open. I do want to come. For those that haven't been, it's, it's, it's mega, isn't it? Yeah, it's so beautiful. I love the massive paintings as well. Yeah, mm. I'm really, really cool. into art. I've got like, uh, I, love, I love like big canvases <clears throat> of like abstract art. Are they all different artists? Yeah, so they're, they're basically I've got like three local artists that work for me. The guy just there behind you that you can see, he was the first artist that worked with me. And um, there's that painting, and there's a painting just over there that's not there anymore, that's in storage. And he did it about my personality. And he's like an ex graffiti artist from yeah. New York, so it's all just like sprayed. It's like it's really interesting, like what he does. Wow. Would you have much art in your place? We do, but it's not really ours. Our landlord gave us it, and to be honest, she, she did want it up, but we really liked it. It's all one artist whose name I can't remember, but she was like painting in the 20s, and they're all quite... Fucking hell, that's in the 20s? In the 1920s. So that's like 100 years ago. Yeah, yeah, they're really cool. Yeah. Um, they're like a series of... I mean, you can tell that it's all one artist. So we have them, we have about 20 on the walls. And then we've got some bits and bobs, just paintings, like, I don't know, pictures I've had at home, and I've just thought, I might as well put them up rather than have them in storage. Yeah. But no, it's something I'd like to Do you know something that's really interesting about your you know? place as well? I know you were talking about the art, but 
but also like the music. Yeah. That little like piano. Yeah. <laughs> You've got where Marco like kind of jams yeah. out. I know. <laughs> it's, Everyone, it's a, every time on there, he's like. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a, it's a very fine line, isn't it, between it being cheesy beyond belief, but then also really kind of cool. Mm. I think <clears throat> majority of people really like it. I mean, us, us as staff, we're a bit like, oh, fucking hell, here it goes again, you know? Because he plays the same <laughs> tunes as well. Bless what him. Songs are, is there <clears throat> any, like, classics? Yeah, he always like? plays Elton John. Uh, the Blues? No, he always ah. plays Rocket Man. Oh, right, okay, yeah, He yeah. always plays Rocket Man. He started playing a bit of James Blunt, which I'm not really on board with, but... He loves Lady Gaga, so he plays a bit of that. But he's unbelievably talented. He's so good... He can just get the song up on the internet with the notes. Yeah. And he puts it on in front of him and he just plays. He can play anything. That's really cool. He can literally play anything. Do you, do you play an instrument? No. I'm trying to play guitar. I've had a guitar for about 10 years. And I've not got even... I can't even like play a song yet. What? Can you hold it? Like, you well, like... well, do you know what it is? I just, I've never given it enough time. Yeah. I play it for about a week and then I think, right, that's it, I'm going to persevere yeah. and keep it. But then, you know, I don't play it for a few days and then it turns into a few weeks and then yeah. I pick it up and then I'm back at the beginning again. Because they do like, they do like taps, don't they? Which them, like, makes it really easy. Like, Does it? Yeah, yeah it's called guitar, like taps. guitar Taps or something like that. It's an app oh, on, right. on your phone, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I sing and I, I, I tried playing guitar, uh, same as you, kind of on and off. But it was it was pretty shit. I remember like so I just had guitar lessons when I was a kid. And I remember like Nevada, like Teenage Spirit, like dun 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 dun. dun, dun. It's all like just taps. You'd have like, to teach me, then, mate. I could do, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you have time, though. You soon as come to my restaurant, though, isn't it? That's true. I can't stop playing guitar. You can't, guitar you can't keep on here. promising all these things. Yeah. <laughs> you do the first thing. So where was your first like? Did you do an apprenticeship or did you go to college? No, I didn't. Did so when in? I so when I left school, so I, it was funny because I, I had like a I had a lunch at like today with um, with like a, like a friend of mine, and we were talking about school, and he um, I don't know, just talking about private schools and shit like that. And I went to this, like a public school that didn't do very well, and um, when I left school at sixteen, mm. it was trying to work out what I wanted to do. And I'm very creative, and the food scene like just really drawed me into it. So like from that point, it was just like like I said to you guys before, it was like from washing up to seeing mm. things, being involved <coughs> with produce and ingredients and things I wasn't around. Like growing up, kind of like drew me like really into this like scene, mm. um, and just loved it. And I'm also like super competitive. Like I love sports. So I just like wanted to work in like the best places. Sounds like you were made for it, mate. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you have to be competitive. You have to, you have to love it, don't you? You have to be really passionate. Yeah. Mm. So you didn't do any apprenticeship or anything like that. You literally just worked in kitchens, learnt the skills. Yeah, I did nothing. On the job. Like, I did nothing. I like um, just uh, from fucking out. It was must have been long time ago good good like sort of 17 18 years ago and it was where you used to just 
ping a message to the restaurant about getting a job and I think like from back then it used to be like hard to get jobs super competitive yeah we've we've, like, um, we've touched on it on this podcast with other people how now it's like agencies isn't it yeah you, most chefs go to an agent and then they find them a job yeah but when I started a similar sort of time I would imagine yeah you'd phone a restaurant that you liked or yeah, you'd yeah. knock on the door and be like can I do a day like a stage yeah for free and then if you liked it and they needed someone which was quite often the case because turnover was so high no yeah I remember in the early days going to work and quite often someone going on a break not coming back yeah or like hanging around thinking why is he hanging around and he like you know he takes his knives and he's like oh his, his knives are gone he's yeah. gone you know what I mean? <laughs> it was so common wasn't it yeah well I think, think it's not common now sometimes it is common now yeah, I mean, it does still happen for sure <laughs> But I think, like, from what you said, Zach, is, like, you... I, I remember just, like... So I used to do something called stages. So I used to, like, stage in restaurants I wanted to go to. Mm. And then from that point, you do, like, a week or two weeks, like, mm. free work or see what you like and then see if you get a job, like, at the end of it. Mm. And, yeah, that's, that's what I used to do. So where have you worked, mate, before Behind? Um, so I worked for Claw Bossy for a while. Uh, uh, so that was hibiscus. Hibiscus. So that was um, fucking hell. Was it Maddox Street? Yeah, right next to Pollen Street. Yeah, exactly. Next to Pollen Street. And I used to work for. I used to develop food for Jason Atherton. What does developing um, food mean? So you didn't work in the restaurant. Well, I did. I did work in a restaurant. It was just like creating dishes and like uh, traveling with Jason and. I don't know, just like helping out with like bits and bobs, like through on that side. Um, obviously worked at the Square uh, for Phil Howard for a while. Um, Pierre de Terre, uh, Michael Wignall, like like a lot of big hitters. Like, God, I'm gonna say he's fucking. Yeah. You got like a CV of uh, superstars. CV of dreams. His <laughs> <laughs> dreams. Well, well like a CV. If I, if, I, if I pop my CV into yours, what would you say? <laughs> Saving, mate, you're overqualified. <laughs> Change your name to Zach. Prima Donna. <laughs> so, why did you name your restaurant behind? Um, so I've always had like I've always had the vision of like I don't know like I find in restaurants there's always a back and front of house, and I just feel like behind is always kind of seen as like behind the scenes. So you can kind of see everything and and nothing's hidden. Um, and I feel like it relates so much to my restaurant. And also, like, it's a name that people can remember. Mm. <laughs> so I think a lot of restaurants are, like, names that's, like, not, doesn't stick out. Yeah. So that's, like, the... the like, yeah, a little bit of intrigue, yeah. <clears throat> so how does the service style work? So we do, so we basically do like one sitting, um, we start at seven o'clock in the evening and we do do lunch at one thirty or one, um, but everyone arrives together, we, uh, we serve everyone together and it's just like a free flowing of like a tasting menu essentially and we're advertised as eight courses but we normally do about 12 because I like to like get different produce in and like work and adding like different different things to the menu on that side are you 
is it just seafood and vegetables? Yeah, so yeah, seafood, vegetables, occasionally we do the odd meat course, but I see myself as more being seafood focused because um, I don't know, I just feel like when you're eating a long menu, yeah. I just think seafood is the way to go. Yeah. Where it's not, not heavy, like light, and just not, yeah, just, just on mm. that level. I suppose, yeah, with shellfish, actual fish, there's so much you can do, isn't it? Do you use, like, meat to accompany fish, though? Like yeah, so we, at the moment we do cod cod cheek with, like, chicken sauce, mm. which is fucking amazing. Mm. It's like, because obviously it's gelatinous, mm. cod cheek with, like, meat, it's good. Um, but you do a few meat dishes on your menu. Yeah, I mean, I don't really restrict it. I normally do, at any given time, probably two meat, two fish. Four your uh, your trout dish show is fucking stunning. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Oh, yeah, so that's why I don't. I think I get that every time. Star, <laughs> I don't think about that. that. Yeah, it's a cured trout. Yeah. And it's like, isn't it like creme fraiche? Yeah, sour cream. And great grapefruit. Yeah, we change right. it up. At the minute, yeah, sour cream, just seasoned up and whipped. Grapefruit, shallot dressing in like Chardonnay vinegar and grapefruit juice on the bottom. Yeah. Buckler sorrel. Um, <coughs> God, can't even, you know what? I've gone blank. Mate, I, rem- I remember that dish. <laughs> Do you ever find it? At, at work, right? <laughs> I serve quite a few of the dishes and I must, you know, must plate up multiple of them every day, blah, blah, you know, I fucking think of them. But then I go to a table and I put it down, I'm like, oh my God, what is it? What the fuck is it? I'm like, oh shit. I end up just saying what I'm looking at. But really, I should say what it says on the menu. But I mean, like for you here, you serve everything, right? Yeah, so everyone knows. Well, you you're basically having to do the front of house as well, right? Yeah, but I, I think it's nice. Like, I think it's nice where like customers can just speak straight to the chefs. Yeah, and they're just like, "How do you do that? What's in that?" And they can just like answer mm. it. And that's why, as you can see, like with the setup, mm. it's just kitchens kind of everywhere and like around it as it goes. It is beautiful. Do you serve the drinks too? Yeah, so um, I'm super into wine. Um, and um, I like we all kind of like talk about the wine, do the pairings together, and like yeah, it works. So yeah, as, as I say, like I'll, I'll I'll mainly like do the drinks and, and things like that as it goes through. Is it a wine paired menu? Well, it's like optional. Okay. So uh, we 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 do like a pairing, which is uh, it's good. And to be fair, like I always keep it free flowing. Mm. <laughs> so like uh, normally in like restaurants when you do a pairing you're limited to like a port yeah but I'm always like nah just like just keep topping up as it yeah. like, goes through like, I don't know for me it's like it's a good it's a good way to be like mm. that side definitely how do you find pairing do you pair so is your list predominantly white wines because of the fish how do you find red wine pairing good question I, I think um I think red wine can go really well with like mm. fish. I think there's definitely light or chilled red. Um, I think there's certain wines from Loire or like like Chenon or Anjou that like link really nicely to that side. So <coughs> it's, just, it's about being like experimental on that side. Mm. How long's your list? 
big. I don't even know, mate. So you have the pairing. How long's what? Yeah, yeah it's big. So you have the pairing, and then you obviously just have a massive list for people that just. Want yeah, to I mean, yeah, we got we got like a our, li- our list is like <laughs> fairly big. We've got some big names on there, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think like there, there's options to like for what people want to like do. Like do yourself, you right? Do you, do you do parents or yours? Mm. Yeah, we have a set menu with or without wine. So, yeah, it's an option. So, yeah. We sell, to be honest, quite a lot of people go for it. Mm. It's about the same price as the food to have the wine flight. Yeah. I don't know enough about wine. You should learn. Yeah, I know, I should. Well, you're learning to play your guitar. Yeah. <laughs> That's just one of those <laughs> This time next year, I'll be Jimi Hendrix and I'll be like <laughs> Keith Floyd. <laughs> well, I, I should learn about wine more. I, I recently did the WSCT. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's, that's oh, mega, that's mega, that's mega. Yeah, but the thing is, like, is from like, I'm sure you can relate, Zach. Like, it's from when you're being around a kitchen, food, you don't see the wine side as much. Oh. But I think it's involving yourself, like, yeah, that side you. is fucking so important. I need to just make time for it but you know what I mean I was always just something to do in the kitchen I'm like you know we, we have the suppliers come in a lot for tastings we want to put on new wines and all the rest of it and there's no reason why I can't sit down with them and do the tasting yeah yeah true but I'm always just like oh I've got to fucking I don't know do there's always something else you know I've just yeah. got to stop letting things get in the way but it also seems like you prefer beer because we were asked at the beginning of this if we wanted wine and you you immediately said beer do you know why? Ooh, that's a good. That's a good point. You know <laughs> that's a good point. It's because I'm out tonight. If I drink wine now, I'll be on my back early. Wine, <laughs> beer, I can keep twenty to five. Keeps you going. Yeah. <laughs> I've got drinking a lot of wine last night. I feel. What were you doing last night? I went to a pub called the Camberwell Arms. Yeah. It's near where I live, and I've heard a lot about it. It's meant to be really good. It's meant to be like one of the best roasts in town. Obviously, I went on a Monday, so I just went for dinner, and it was good. Would so, recommend. Okay, so what are some examples of some dishes you have that are coming up, or you have been that are your favourites, or just what like here or yeah, like here. Here, so we do we do the most amazing um, smoked kipper bourbon. So it's basically like a reduction of smoked kipper, kipper stock, butter, and roe. It's so fucking good. Kippers. It's so what fucking good. What does it look like? But it's like so underused. Yeah. Like no yeah. one uses kippers. So, so like my ethos thing. here. Yeah, exactly. Like my ethos here is like using fish that's underused. Or even like British classic like seafood stuff. And I find like smoked kippers are obviously completely underused or even in like just posh hotels. Mm. So uh so yeah we work with like that and that side. So what does it look like? Is it almost a mini... Is it soup? Kind of? Smoke kippers. What, well, as in oh, like, the Oh, I thought you said fish. reduction. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So with the... I know what kipper is. Here we, here we go. You sure? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a... Um, so whenever you make a stock, once it's like reduced, you get that real like unami flavour to it. Mm. So we add that as like a seasoning oh, to like okay. what we do. Do you, use, nice. do you use the fish though? Yeah. The... So what is the dish? I'm trying to picture it in my brain. Yeah. Well, come and eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
When you're we win the lottery, we'll be here. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck off, you yeah. win the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> Dick. <laughs> no, well, we should come. We should come. Yeah. yeah. That'll be fun. How many seats is it? Uh, 16, 18. Very small. Five nights a week? Nah, four. Four. Yeah, four. Get, gets you an extra day off. It's nice though, isn't it, to work here? Yeah. Four days. Do you have a min prep day? Sorry, what did you say? <laughs> I said it's, it must be nice to work here. Did you get that? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It must be. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Did you get them in on a prep day or is it just the four day week? Uh, for, we do a little bit of prep the day before, but that's more like, that's literally three, four hours just organising. So tomorrow, Tuesdays? Well, today. Today's Tuesday. Is it? Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> you meant to be working, you sure you can be here? You know why? It's because I'm not working, it's thrown me completely. I feel like it's Monday. So what kind of things, so when you hire chefs here, how many do you have? in the kitchen uh, we have four to five okay okay and um well five of... five plus I think it's seven of us at the moment okay and where what kind of backgrounds do they have where have they worked before uh, it's quite varied really like some people have good experience a lot of people come just wanting to like learn the industry which I like I really like that I take on board do you have stages? Uh, yes, we have the occasional stagiaire. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's mostly people just like, just find it interesting to work in, to the like dynamic of a normal restaurant where you can just see for everything and like bounce between customers. Mm. Yeah, it must be interesting hiring chefs that also have to kind of do that front of house role. Yeah, that's the thing, like, right? Chefs mm. front of house? What do you think? I think some are really good at it and suited, <laughs> but I think some should be uh, not seen. Yeah, uh, but I like to, I like no, to not, encourage. But I know I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Not like but that, I, but I like I like to encourage those those types of introverts into yeah. But that's what I mean. Being some involved, people... and I think it's like because I don't know. I think it's fucking important just to like. Get people seeing the whole dynamic of a restaurant. Yeah, hundred percent. And I get what you're saying because, like, I've met a lot of them. Mm, me too. So I'm a little bit like that, to be honest. But I just think some Mate, people. I've seen you in Rose, though. You still bounce around. Well, I kind of force myself <laughs> to do it a bit. But I think some people are just—they're either cripplingly shy, or you know what I mean. And I just don't, you know, and they're, I don't want to put them in a position that they're not comfortable with. So a lot of people are just happy to. Not be like that, but then some chefs, yeah, just really suited to it. And, well, I mean, I'm, I know we've chatted before about the way you run this place, and you said you've always loved it. You, you know, not just being in the kitchen, you know, being the face of it. I mean, you obviously are the face of this, but you know, serving all the dishes and explaining and getting to know all the guests. Do you have regulars? Yeah, like like I said to you before, like. Lunch, my little boozy lunch before I came here was with one of my regulars. Really? But yeah, I've got a lot of regulars that I've, I've become quite close with and quite interesting. But you must have a lot, a lot of regulars you bond with. Yeah, or... we do now, which is one of the things I'm probably most chuffed about, actually. I think opening a restaurant... Okay, I'm not, mate, I must be one of your regulars, though. Sure. You are, you're my favourite regular. <laughs> <laughs> right, you're coming on Friday. <laughs> to be, yeah, I'll come for, but to be fair, I'm trying to find a restaurant tonight, so I might... 
Oh, I'm not there, but yeah, by all means, go. <laughs> Just see what I mean? He goes for lunch and goes for dinner. <laughs> he is a hardcore, he's nice. hardcore, man. But no, we do have regulars, and I think it's, it's I mean, obviously being busy is very important, um, making money to keep things going, but having regulars is one of the most amazing things, I think. You know, just for people that come back over and over again to like your yeah. place. I mean, but I even think of your place. It's crazy. Something I've noticed as well is like, uh, you know when you talk to other chefs mm. and then when you talk about like restaurants in East London and places to go, Oh. Rogues, rogues always pops up. Always pops up. <laughs> always pops up. Does it? Yeah, mate. Always pops up. As like a good, chilled, good food, relaxed atmosphere. It always pops up. Oh well, that's nice to hear. Obviously, I don't know, so I don't fucking get out. But <laughs> <laughs> but that's not. I mean, yeah, that's really lovely. A yeah. chef's kind of restaurant. That's a good. Definitely okay. a chef restaurant. But on Sunday, Sunday night. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. a bit of a coup for us opening Sunday night. We didn't even plan it. It just sort of... We got so busy so quick, we had to employ full-time people. And we almost needed another service to give the shifts, do you know what I mean? Yeah. To warrant having these full-time people. Which was Sunday, because we were shut. And I just thought, we finished so late Saturday, I don't want to get them in to do Sunday lunch, because we're not, we don't leave work till, like, one. Yeah. So it's like, we can't get them in for lunch, so let's just try dinner. And to be honest, for about six weeks, we did 10, 15 people. Now, we're full. We 60 every Sunday night. No, I, str- I, I struggle to get a table, actually. Sure. Message me, mate. <laughs> sure, <laughs> and I'll mate. say, sorry, mate, we're full. <laughs> yeah, 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 I've been told that before. Mm. I still want to know about the dishes here. I still want to know. Come and eat. Like, what kind, of, what kind of fish? Give me some examples of the fish you use. Go on. I gave you an example earlier. Smoke kippers. Cod cheek. That's a cod good cheek. one. Cod cheek. Okay. I mean, cod cheeks in, in themselves. I Fish think cheeks are squeamish. Yeah, cheeks you don't see much. Um, yeah, we. I mean, we work like with our suppliers. Like, Which suppliers do you use? Uh, so we use Finn and Flounders, Seaver Sea. Um, and it's just like working on what they have yeah, on that yeah. kind of like basis. Yeah. Who do you use? We use Marfish. We use Portland Shellfish. They're the two main. Have you ever used Celtic? Yeah. They're so good for shellfish in Scotland. Yeah. But Portland, yeah. I mean, Port- I've just had a relationship with Portland Shellfish for years. I work when it, when I was working at the Galvin's, and I've known them for like fifteen odd years, and yeah, I mean, their scallops are incredible. Yeah, they're just a really, really good supplier. So, yeah, I do know about Celtic, but my loyalties lie with Portland. How long's behind been open? Um, three and a bit years. I say like three years and a few months. And oh yeah, wasn't it your, COVID? You've kept your Michelin star since. 20 days you, you got yeah so we, we've days? kept it yeah so we got we, I got a mission start after 20 days how, how and we kept it like yeah ever since but, but how did you get it after 20 days um, so yeah so we we're, were basically like only open for 20 days during Covid um, and the guide obviously like everything shut down and the guide was released in um, in January February 
So uh, <laughs> went to the like did the awards online, um, and yeah, like it's crazy, crazy. Wow, mega impressive. That's yeah, cool. Twenty days just gets a star like that. Bosh, <laughs> bosh. <laughs> How did you celebrate? Well, to be honest, like nothing was open, so it was locked down, oh, yeah. wasn't it? So I think just like. I had, had a couple of drinks here with Jess and just like yeah just I, was, I think I was in around. I think I was in bed I think I was in bed by about nine walked around <laughs> with your Michelin jacket on. yeah what do you you get a Michelin jacket yeah that's over there yeah, have in a look. the frame have a look oh yeah you don't wear it no I've never I've never worn it I've never worn it Wow. It's always been like they sent it to me and um, yeah, just got it framed. Where's your, um, where's your plaque? Yeah, it's on the front door. Oh, fair enough. Nice. Gonna have two. Gonna have two next year. You think? <laughs> I haven't been there, so I don't know. But well, you should come. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> when been? is the guy? I don't, I'm so out of touch with all this. Mich- Has like, it been no, recently? Guy comes out in February. Every year, I think it's the fourth of Feb. Sure. So we're in December. So if presumably they would have been already a few times. Yeah, well, I don't. You, you never know how that works, though. Like, I suppose for like, you though, you must be able to sniff them out easy. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I think. Do you know what? Like the good thing I love about Michelin is obviously it works for the restaurant, but it works for the customer as well. Where You've got absolutely no idea who they are. They come in and they just assess the restaurant. Mm. And that's it. There's no knowing who they are. There's no anything. It's For me, it's like such... <clears throat> it's, it's a fucking best guide. Yeah. Best guide. But I think here, they'd be silly to come on their own. They must come Yeah, they must come to someone else. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know who, like, who assesses you or who mm. comes in. Because I feel like if I saw a solo diner coming in here... I think. Oh, yeah. your ears would be twigging. Yeah, they would. They would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bumlock tyres are good, aren't they? <laughs> Checking the plates. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they must have been. So what's the difference between... Now you've got one Michelin star. What's the jump to getting a two Michelin star? I don't know. I wish you could answer that question for yeah. me, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm actually a Michelin I'm actually someone's a Michelin guide. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I, mean, I don't even know how you get a job as a Michelin I think you have to work in the industry. Investigator. Right? I've got no idea. Yeah. Sounds like quite a nice job though. It'd be great. It would be a little retirement thing, right? Yeah. Just being in You're basically a Michelin inspector. In terms of <laughs> what do you mean? He goes out to restaurants. Yeah, I eat a lot. Maybe he's no, I mean, as an authority on restaurants, Andy knows, man. He knows the spots. Yeah. You got a favourite spot in London? Oof, so hard. If you go five, then it's a bit more. Yeah, but you're putting me on the spot. Like, five, like, so you're here. Right, no, no, no. Five. It needs to be your, your standout, so, just some things that come five, to mind. So Say you've got a friend, yeah, who's, I don't know, lives in New York, never been to London, and you want to take him out. Okay, okay, okay. So five restaurants, I think. Okay, so I think... 
Cebu is amazing for Spanish food. And I definitely think, like, rock up, sit on a counter. I've not been, you know. Fucking hell, Zach. You need to go. It's so good. Like, when you sit on a counter and do, like... It's like you've been in Spain. What's her name? Neves. Neves, yeah. yeah. So you're in Spain. It's so fucking good. Mm. Um, I'm hungry. I'm really into Japanese food as well. And, like, Amagatsu restaurants. What does that mean? So Amagatsu will be, like, where the chef will almost be, like, feeding you. Where... You'll have like um, the best seafood around, and they'll just be like slipping you things. So, the, I, I think one of the best Amagatsu restaurants is Roji, which is Rand, like Bond Street, Marlebone. It's really tucked away. It's such a it's such a fucking gem. Um, as well as Maru, which is uh, Maru's in Mayfair where you can just like sit down and then you know when you sit in a restaurant for like mm-hmm. two three hours mm-hmm. like these kind of places are, are really good um, seems like London's got a real good Japanese scene I don't think I've ever I have but not anywhere like what you're describing I've been to sort of Japanese you know your standard Japanese yeah, not restaurant the, I've not, not been the, to like the, you know when they wear like the, the white robes and that and quality. they're like cutting the, the <laughs> you know what? with a giant knife <laughs> do you know what like um, I went to uh, I went to Iraqi yeah which is like oh, you one of the quickest like three stars and they lost three stars as well they lost and all of the stars yeah it's like it's fucking crazy so um, I went like one of my mates invited me and uh it's such a weird experience because I uh, rocked up and I felt really... You know, sometimes you feel awkward in restaurants and um, the chef there literally was like, oh, you are right, Andy? Want a beer? And I was like, fucking hell, I'm like home. Wow. It was like so nice to be like a part of like that instead of being... Because like a lot of these restaurants you go to, they're very quiet relaxed like on that side like uh, yeah fucking hell that guy made me feel like where is Iraqi? Home. Iraqi's like it's like Mayfair side it's like just off Oxford Street mmm mm. okay okay so you like your Japanese food Spanish Spanish Sabor is one I need to yeah mate you need to go mm. Sabor any others what's well, that how many have I given you given us well, yeah. can you, I can you don't have to give five, but I mean, just anywhere that really stands out yeah. that you love. Like, uh, what about old or like real established places? Oh, this is a good shout. Scots, when you, you sit like outside, Scots? when you sit yeah. outside on the counter, on a fucking counter, when you sit outside on the street. Yeah, that's very good. I went to Scots once. Right establishment that is in South Audley Street. It's like, do you know Scots? I, I'm pretty sure it's I've not seen really. Before. It's not got a reputation for no. that amazing food, but I think just as an institution and a restaurant, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's like a right hark back to the past, isn't it? Ah, it's good, and also you got Tim, because like you look at these holdings, Tim and Tom who kind of like run it. It's just it's it's just such a fucking good place. Like like you said, it's like an old school establishment. Mm. Um, Jay Cheeky's is always good. Like when you sit on a counter, yeah, oysters. I've not been there. It's good. And, and to, be, to be fair, to this day, I still think JG is the best fish and chips in town. 
Really? I think so, yeah. Well, I wouldn't be surprised, to be honest. I'm trying <laughs> to think where. Best fish and chips, I think, is a fish and chip shop on Poland Street, just off Oxford Street. Really? Same street that um, Social Eating House is on. Yeah, yeah. But right up by Oxford Street, it's called Golden Union or something. It's unbelievable. Never had oh. fish and chips in London. They're, 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 they're normally shit. They are. <laughs> they are normally really they're always, shit. They're always wank. But if you're ever in the yeah. West End, try that place out, Poland Street. Okay. I think it's still there. I've not been in a long time. But yeah, it's a good fish and chip shop. I can't remember where the best fish and chips I've had at the seaside is. Do you get good fish and chips at the seaside? I don't know. Every time I go to the seaside, I think I always like. Brighton. Brighton. I never get good fish yeah. and chips by the seaside. Really? Yeah. I it's went like, somewhere it's such in the north and it was really I think you need to go north for good fish and chips, really. I went to, where was it? I went proper. somewhere near Newcastle. Yeah, I bet it's proper up there. So good. So good. Yeah, I can imagine they do it properly. Yeah. Like north or south shield, somewhere really random, but it was so good. Random? What, up north somewhere? Yeah, somewhere up there. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not from up north, so it all just feels very far away. <laughs> right, have you perused those questions? Because you're about to get. Yeah. What's your name? <laughs> Gary. <laughs> Is your name Andrew? That's <laughs> no, Gary, actually. You're like. That's alright, Gary. Nothing wrong with that. Why'd you change it to Andy? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, right, hear me, hear me. What are we saying? What What's question? your name? Um. Full name, and and to be fair, my full name's Andrew. Yeah. Andrew. Yeah, you knew it, though, right? Andrew. <laughs> kind of gathered. Andy. Andrew's Bain Andrew's on. cool. Benon. Benon. Yeah. What about Benon? What about that's yeah. an interesting name. Yeah, it's Welsh. So it's like Welsh. my uh, my yeah my granddad's Welsh. Where in Wales? Um. You don't know. Welsh heritage Central isn't Bar. that. Yeah, essentially. I've, all my grandparents from different countries, so like, yeah. You're exotic, man. Yeah, very, we're very Welsh exotic. And very exotic. And no Italian. So your mum yeah, is Spanish, your mum. You're feeding off my restaurant like inspirations yeah. with Spain, isn't it? Yeah. Is your mum? But my mum's Italian. Italian. Yeah, mum's Italian. Okay. Full Italian. Yeah. Wow. Do you have any Italian kind of dishes at the restaurant? Um. Like pasta. Yeah, like we do. Like I think I think with Italian food, like it's. It's everywhere, really, right? Yeah. In the restaurants. What's your date of birth? Hey. <laughs> date of birth, sixteenth of the twelfth. I swear that's today. My birthday was like two days ago. Happy birthday! Whoa. Thank you. Was it a big one? Well, big the night birthday. night before was a big one. So, like, my birthday was on a Saturday, and um, stupidly, I went out on the Friday. Oh, I had to work Saturday. Yeah, so I didn't oh. sleep and I just like rolled straight in. It was horrible. It was horrible. Oh my god. See, that is when. <laughs> horrible. That Literally is, horrible. It was horrible. That's yeah. when the old open kitchen comes into its own. <laughs> Did anyone yeah. ask you right? When are we on a Yeah, I think about pride? 10 people. Like. <laughs> 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 that's the one good thing about the kitchen, though. If you're on the ropes, you can just hide in the back. You're yeah. Able to physically speak to people. To be fair, like, when I, when I was in, I was like, guys, like, can you just. Help me. <laughs> can you help me? Please. Please, can you help me? Can you just dig a hole behind there yeah. so I can lie in it? Uh, yeah, that, we... that, wasn't, that was not nice. Yeah. So happy birthday, mate. Yeah, 
Thanks. Where were you born? Uh, Wembley. Wembley? Where do you live now? London Fields. So here? Yeah, Hackney. Right here? Yeah, literally. Mate, I could probably walk to mine in like two minutes. Where's one? You work at behind? What's your nationality? Uh, British, I suppose. Your first job? First ever job. Ever first ever. Oh, do you know, actually, that, that, to be fair, it was a paper round. Yeah. And good. she was really, the woman who gave it to me was really disappointed, actually, in me. Why? Oh, like, shit. I was very bad to paper boy. Did you do it on the bike or on foot? Uh, on foot. And, yeah, she wasn't, <clears throat> she wasn't happy with my delivering of her papers. Well, you were cut out to be a paper boy, mate. Yeah. Do you think there's any paper men? Like people that just stay paper boys, they're like. To be fair, oh, I, I wouldn't mind. Love this I am good at it. I would not mind retiring as a paper boy. Is you like when you walk? I don't think that there's a thing anymore. Is it? But who gets papers now, though? Exactly. I think if you live in like a really small village kind of place, <coughs> but no one really does that. No, it's all online, isn't it? Yeah. I won't be surprised when papers, just physical papers, are a thing of the past. Yeah. yeah. Can't be long, mm-hmm. is it? What's your favourite part of London? Hackney. That's easy. Yeah. What's your least favourite part of London? Ooh. Yeah. Oh, here we go. I don't, I don't even have a least favourite part of London. Where's a part you don't really go? Um, south London. I was going to say, you don't... You're no, not, I never go south. Do you know what? My sister lives south London. I've only visited her, like, once. <laughs> it's I don't really bad. It's really bad. South London, no, south London is the fucking really best part of London. I'd never go, to, I'd never go south. It's the best part of London. I've been to Dulwich once, and that's it. Dulwich doesn't count as south London. Does Borough Market count as south London? No. Wait, wait, what you know, counts as south London? It's just south of the river. Well, south London is Peckham, Brixton, Streatham, okay. Stockwell. Uh, well, anywhere south of the river, really. It's Battersea. Yeah, yeah, well, no, I wouldn't say it's South Mate, London. Battersea South. Is yeah, it's south. south of the river just, but it's not, it's not South Stop London. I was, saying in Putney. I was saying in Putney for a bit. That's Putney? South. That's South. That's Putney. West. South. Yeah, but that it's South. That is South. Right, but when, I'm, when you're talking about South London and like a... The, I don't know, like the... Like South... It's like East London, yeah. You could say Spitalfields is East London, but it's not really... It is but East London is it, geographically, but it's not what epitomises East London. East London is Dalston, Stoke Newington, Hackney, Bethnal Green, Hoxton. But they're not I mean? just the cool places in East London. Well, I suppose that they're, well, they're just the parts of East London that make East London what everyone yeah. perceives it to be. And it's South London, like yeah. Battersea is south of the river, yes, but I mean, I wouldn't say Battersea. Yeah, but you, you, could, you say it's South London, no? Like, for me, like Battersea is South. Putney South. South. So it's Chelsea South West? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, Chelsea is north of the river. Chelsea's West London. Yeah. Chelsea, Fulham, Putney, these are all, that's all West London. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. We, we don't we'll have anyway. a debate about this another time. Do you like football? Yeah. Who do you support? Arsenal. Oh. Okay, Who are on. you? Chelsea. Oh, yeah. I can't help it, I'm from Pimlico. <laughs> Who's the greatest player you've ever seen play football? Or your favourite Arsenal player? Ian Wright. Ian Wright. Screamer. We had Ben on our podcast and he said Henri. And I was like, yeah. I think I would put, if I was an Arsenal, I'd say Burkham. But Ian Wright is a... Yeah, yeah is a belter. 
you wear briefs or do you wear boxers? Just trying to get a little bit. Of, trying it's to so describe personal. you. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> it's for the. It's for what? You never it's know. For it's for your fans. It's for your fans. Oh yeah. Ladies <laughs> out there. Do you know what I've, I've um, yeah, bo- boxers, always boxers. Tight ones. I like semi tight, semi tight, semi tight, yeah, semi tight. What brand? I got uh, Kelvin Klein. Or yeah. Fair enough. What about you? Anyway, you like you? Mate, I just wear whatever I can find because I've, I've, I've been. Whatever you find, you not got like, all, like boxer drawers. Recently, right? what are you wearing now? Look at these ones. Are you wearing Kelvin Klein? You're wearing, you're wearing Kelvin Klein now. No, they're not because of you're just wearing <clears> Kelvin Klein now. Do you know what? I, I, I couldn't bring myself to buy them because they're about thirty quid yeah, a pair. Yeah, expensive. Nah, mate, for a pack, not a pair. Yeah, well, for anyway, a pack for like three. Pounds. They were way out of my league for a long time, and I thought, Do you know, what? I'm fed up with wearing these dodgy pants. I'm going to wear some nice ones. So that's what I got them on. I got them on today, actually. White Calvin Klein pants. Thank you very much. Katrina bought me them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. <coughs> Tea or coffee? Coffee. Tea at all? Nah. No. Well, to be fair, like if I do like co- if I do tea, it'll be like Herbie. two in the morning, three in the morning, like Herbie tea, little pot, Herbie, like to let you send yeah. you off to sleep. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Tea for me, tea's like late night, late night. Coffee fuel. Yeah, co- coffee's morning, what coffee? afternoon. Um, What's your order? Espresso, always espresso. Don't drink anything else. Nothing with milk in it. Nah, no dairy, just like straight up. Hardcore. Sounds hardcore, isn't it? Yeah. It's Italian, those can't really get away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. It's in the blood. Smoke or no smoke? I've just taken up smoking, actually. Have you? Yeah, yeah, it's so bad. Has <laughs> it? I mean, it's, those shit, it's fucking horrible, It's actually. fucking wonderful, isn't it? I no, it's bad, smoking. it's bad. And no. I hope my mum doesn't listen to this, because I'm trying to stop for Christmas. Because I'm going to hers, so like, I'm trying to... Trying just to calm it. smoking, mental. So bad. I used to, to be fair, like, I used to smoke for 10 years. Stopped. Fucking hated it. And then, literally about a month ago, I started taking it up. And, yeah, it's, it's not good. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, cats or dogs? Neither. Cats. Cats! Oh, yes! Only because I've never owned a dog. And I had two cats growing up. I love a cat. Oh, I They're fucking low. love dogs, but I've only, had, I've only had cats. The cat man, everyone. It's a cat man. Do you have a childhood hero? Uh, Batman. Batman. You look a bit like Batman. <laughs> Do you like music? Is Batman good looking? He is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the mystique, has not he? Do you like music? Yeah. Do you have a favourite kind of artiste? Uh, I'm quite, I'm quite, I'm quite open, you know. Do you play music open. here? Yeah, I've got, I've got like a really good playlist. So service. I play um, old school hip hop. I play new grime. Um, I'm really like, yeah, really open and that sort of sides. Sound. <clears throat> Do you have a favourite country? As in, like to visit. So, so recently, like, yeah. Food. So like, I've, I mean, I've, I love travelling, but recently I've been going to Portugal a lot. Mm. I'm really into <coughs> really into Portugal at the moment whereabouts? Uh, Lisbon really want to go fucking amazing cool isn't it it is cool amazing mm. amazing weather I know that doesn't mean everything but I went in December and it was like 20 degrees great food great wine cheap 
yeah. easy to get to it's a good shout got a favourite condiment yeah easy this is easy Heinz ketchup like you can't you can't bold. be it you can't be it yeah. Heinz ketchup and you I know work, what like, I work with I chefs that say I don't eat ketchup nah no, nah I love ketchup and also like the worst thing is when you go to like I was in um, a restaurant uh, yesterday with my boy who loves chips and ketchup and um, they brought out you know certain restaurants have like they make their own ketchup style thing mm. oh yeah and they brought it out and we were like nah no, it's got to be Heinz. 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 The old home brand ketchup <laughs> Tesco is just shit. It doesn't be, but it's not even home brand, mate. It's these certain restaurants like they make well, they their make own. Well, they make the fancy you know. stuff. Yeah, where they can't bring themselves to ketchup. But for me, ketchup's Heinz. Yeah, You could say, like, this is our take on a ketchup, but... Yeah. This is tomato sauce. Yeah, no, is the one. Got favourite film? Um, fucking hell! Favorite film? Do you know what? I I recently watched Love Actually, and I'm pretty pretty into it. Actually, quite like that. You've never watched it before? No, I've watched I watched it a few times, but like I I watched it like recently, and, yeah. and I'm pretty Hugh drawn Grant. to it. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, you, so know, you know, it's you know, Hugh Grant, you know. <laughs> It's so it's, it's such film, a good film. It? It's like, yeah, but this time yeah. of year, this Hugh time Grant, of year. Thompson, Kira Knightley. I, I saw this uh, like video the other day that just said that all the storylines in it are just fucking weird, but somehow it's together and it's Christmas film. Okay, it's such a good Christmas. I like film. it. Like the guy oh, that comes answer. and he comes to her front door and it's like it's like all the she notes. gets married and mm-hmm. it's her husband's best friend and he comes to the door and it, it's like one of those cold like yeah and he's like, things and he's like I love you just so you don't don't tell your husband. <laughs> it's just like oh. what the fuck. <laughs> And then she kisses him. It's really weird. But anyway. I might have to watch it. I think I have watched it, but that doesn't ring any bells. That's a good one, though. So I like good. it. It's not cool. You didn't try and be cool. Yeah. You just went from your heart. Well done, mate. Yeah. Respect. Cheers, that. <laughs> Got a favourite book? I don't read. Uh, cookbook? Only cookbooks. Don't have time. I have a lot of cookbooks, so I read a lot. What's, um, most, what's the most influential cookbook you've ever owned or um, read? Oh, fucking hell. I don't know. So where? No, oh. I don't know. I can't answer Rene. that. Rene. Hey? Rene. Did I have to say his last name? Rene Redzepi. Right, next question. Favourite pub? Oof. Howl on the Moon, Hoxton Street. You loved that pub. Yeah. I fucking love it. Oh, that one. It's mental. It's fucking great. Yeah. Very good. Favourite wine? Um... Okay, this is a really hard one. Or producer. Or region. This is a really hard one. So, um, what about region? It depends. What, what are we eating? What are we saying? What are we eating? What are we drinking? If you weren't going to eat, you just someone said you can have one glass okay, of wine. Okay, uh, Burgundy. South Burgundy. Um, Red or white? White. Poly Monchette. Boom. Don't know it. Poly Monchette. It's very fancy. I was drinking white Burgundy last night, actually. Don't know what it's called. But it's nice. <laughs> Just to the radio at work or hey, at home. Listen to radio. No, we just like we, uh, to be fair. I don't really listen to radio that much. I do in my car sometimes, so I'm one extra. I like driving around, but yeah, normally like work. Well, it's just Spotify. Do you have a favourite beer? 
Um, I'm into Verdant, which is like an IPA. I think they're very fucking good. Um, but yeah, I like, I like the like, you say beer, or I say IPA. No, all beer, so IPA, yeah. Yeah, I'll say like something, something a bit hazy. It's always like quite nice. Fair. I'm Favourite. waiting for someone to say stout. And then I don't think that's going to happen. No, I don't know. I don't know. Stella. I don't. Stella. It's a stout drinker. Is that what's yeah. yours? Uh, a lager. Something like, do you know Malibran? No. It's an amazing beer. Malibran. Do they, they do wines as well? Uh, I'm not sure. Malibran. I think like it's... Prosecco. Spanish. I love lager. I can't stand IPA. I hate it. I we have Estrella, Estrella Galicia on tap at work, which is nice. But, um, yeah, Mali Brown. I'm pretty sure it's called Mali Brown. Making me doubt myself now. <laughs> have you got one to watch? Maybe not now. Someone you've worked with in your kitchen who, in five years or maybe less or maybe more, you think is going to be like a... You know, someone that people should know about, like. Um. <clears throat> not sure. If you were doing a dinner for five people, alive, dead, fictional, non-fictional. Who would you invite? Five dinner guests. Um. Batman. I feel like uh, inviting loads of chefs could be quite cool. Fair. Like really fucking interesting chefs, like Bourdain, um, P.O.Y. Ramsey, inviting them around the table. I think that could be quite interesting. Mm-hmm. It could, and, it, and it'll be quite a loose little night. <laughs> it would be. I don't know though. Gordon Ramsay's a bit teetotal, isn't he? Marco P.O.Y. I think it's great. Got carrot, so much character. Oh, desert island meal. Um, three courses. Three courses. So, oof. I think a curry would have to slip in now. Curry. curry, yeah, curry from uh, yeah. Lahore kebab. Would what, definitely have to slip it. Like a little meat? lamb, lamb. Spicy. Yeah, spicy. Like I'd say tomato that, I'd based say, or coconut based? I'd say that would be... No, no, tomato based. I'd say that would be my starter. So I'd be making the most of starter. it. Starter, wow. Yeah, you'd have to, though, wouldn't it? Three courses, make, yeah. make the most of it. What do you have with it, though? What's your... What's your... Always naan, never rice. Oh, Always. What kind of naan? Normal. Garlic, garlic naan. Garlic. Garlic naan. Anyway, where's this place? Lahore where? Lahore kebab, white chapel. You not been, mate? It's fucking amazing. It's so good. It's like a little canteen. On the main road. Yeah, we're going since like the seventies. It's on like commercial road. You've been going since the seventies. No, no, I'm not old old enough. (laughs) It's crazy. You think I am old enough? I was thinking that's why you didn't say his date. (laughs) (laughs) All right, main course. Uh, The main course, I think, lobster. Yeah. Lobster chips, ketchup, garlic sauce, and that. Yeah, like uh, garlic, garlic butter. Oh, he loves ketchup, doesn't he? Yeah, true. Kind of ketchup and curry. And then dessert, dessert has to be my mum's tiramisu. Yeah. 
asked of it, and God, you said that, otherwise we'd be bang in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> it's not about a little free course. You do well to eat all that, though. And lastly, who are you most chuffed that you've ever cooked for or had in behind, maybe? Like a guest. Yeah, a guest that you've been like, oh my God, I can't believe you're in my restaurant or you've cooked for them um, somewhere else. No, like, I suppose, like, I think but I've cooked for certain people, like, in other restaurants I work for, but it's more just, like, people coming to me. Um, the guy from Duran Duran was pretty cool. Um, Andrew. Yeah. I can't remember his name. Was that here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Such a, le- he comes here a few times. Such a legend. Um, but no, he's, he's, he's pretty cool to cook for. What about you? No one I've been like, oh my god, really. I cooked for Gordon Ramsay at Galvin once, I suppose. Was, I mean, as a young chef, you know, cooking for another chef like that was. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't in charge, I was just on the sauce, so. What about at Rogues? No one really. We don't really get sort of. I mean, this question is more not, not really fair. You famous. get a lot of chefs coming in, though. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, Andy Bainan comes, so... <laughs> so there's one Michelin star chef we cook for. Um, <laughs> but no, we've had a few famous people, but no one, like... You know, like I grew up loving. It's not like yeah. uh, Gianfranco Zola's walked in the door. Do you know what I mean? Or... I don't know. Yeah. Who else? Jim Morrison. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No one like that I truly love, but no, we've had some really cool people, and quite often anyone who is famous that's been in has been very, very cool. To be fair, yeah, yeah. I mean, in my working life, I've cooked for, well, I've worked in restaurants where I've had like, yeah, like eight, like Robert Redford or Woody Allen, people like that. I've seen them, but I never like got to chat to them. But in in Rhodes, not really many people at all. Just nice guests, I suppose. One day, maybe. <laughs> One day, maybe, baby. Well, that's it. Thank you for your time. Thank you so much for squeezing us in before your yeah. in, before, in between lunch and dinner. Ow. Oh no. <laughs> Appreciate <laughs> it. No worries. And we will be here. Yeah, we need to come back. Behind. It's cool. Thank you so much, Andy, for inviting us to Behind and completing the interview today with us. Thank you for listening to our podcast. And if you want to listen to more in 2024, I would recommend following us on Spotify and Instagram. <laughs>